Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Poetry Tea Time in Poplar Woods. I'm Ophelia Owl, and it's my job to tell you all about my town. Every week I'll be sharing just a little bit from all my animal neighbours here. If you love stories, animals and perhaps visits that require a bit of imagination, you're in the right place. Let's close our eyes and travel to the forest of poplar woods to see what everyone is up to. Beyond the city's endless rush, where people toil, no room for hush, lies a forest, wild and free. It's magic only some can see. Animals walk and talk with ease, building homes among the trees. Poplar woods, a world apart, a daily rhyme warms the heart. For every creature, big and small, share poetry tea time, one and all. The gentleness of October winds in poplar woods carried whispers of changing seasons as the canopy transformed into a shimmering blanket of gold, orange and burgundy. With the month drawing to an end, the woodland community eagerly anticipated another most cherished tradition, Mother Marigold's legendary tea party. Mother Marigold, with twinkling eyes and a heart full of stories, had hosted this tea party for many years. And before her, it was her mother and grandmother and great-grandmother for generations and generations. Every creature in Poplar Woods had a fond memory associated with this enchanting gathering. This year was planned to be very special. Rumor had it that Mother Marigold would unveil a secret dessert recipe passed down through countless mice before her. However, a shadow of concern hung over Marigold's cozy burrow. Her children, Lily, Daffodil and Daisy, had headed off to school and she was planning to spend the day preparing desserts. But it seems her treasured family recipe book, an heirloom rich with secrets, was nowhere to be found. That book wasn't just a collection of recipes, it was a tangible piece of history filled with memories. Oh, it just has to be here somewhere, Marigold mumbled to herself. She searched high and low through small nooks, crannies and cobwebs. She searched the kitchen shelves laden with jars of preserved berries and her children's little reading nook filled with tales of old. She even went as far as to search under all of the beds, but to no avail. She couldn't find the cherished book anywhere. Distraught, Mother Marigold sat down on her little rocking chair by the fire and began to cry. The tea will be ruined. How am I to prepare without my recipes? Mother Marigold thought aloud between tears and sniffles until she was startled by the door. Father Mouse, better known in town as Dr. Desmond, had come home early. Brr, that wind sure is changing out there, Desmond said as he hung up his coat, completely unaware of Mother Marigold's state. I bet it is, 
Marigold said quietly. It was at that moment that Desmond realized that Marigold was not happy. My dear, whatever is the matter? He said as he knelt down beside her. Mother Marigold explained the entire predicament and how she had just spent the morning searching the whole house. We've hosted the tea party through rain and snow, but never without Grandmother's recipe, Marigold lamented. Trying to console her, Desmond suggested, Let's take a break for tea, why don't we? Marigold, sensing the wisdom in the suggestion, agreed. Desmond fixed both of them a small cup of tea with a biscuit on the side. He pulled up another chair close to the fire and began to read. A Dream by Edgar Allan Poe In visions of the dark night, I have dreamed of joy departed, but a waking dream of life and light hath left me broken-hearted. Ah, what is not a dream by day to him whose eyes are cast on things around him with a ray turned back upon the past? That holy dream, that holy dream, while all the world were chiding, hath cheered me as a lovely beam, a lonely spirit guiding. What though that light through storm and night so trembled from afar? What could there be more purely bright in truth's day star? The melancholic words mirrored Marigold's feelings, reflecting her longing and sorrow. Desmond, wanting to uplift the atmosphere, followed with October's Bright Blue Weather by Helen Hunt Jackson. October's Bright Blue Weather by Helen Hunt Jackson. Oh, suns and skies and clouds of June and flowers of June together, ye cannot rival for one hour October's Bright Blue Weather. When loud the bumblebee makes haste, belated, thriftless vagrant, and goldenrod is dying fast, and lanes with grapes are fragrant. When gentians roll their fingers tight to save them from the morning, and chestnuts fall from satin burrs without a sound of warning. When on the ground red apples lie in piles like jewels shining, and redder still on old stone walls are leaves of woodbine twining. When all the lovely wayside things their white-winged seeds are sowing, and in the fields still green and fair, late aftermaths are growing. When springs run low and on the brooks in idle golden freighting, bright leaves sink noiseless in the hush of woods for winter waiting. When comrades seek sweet country haunts by twos and twos together and count like misers hour by hour October's bright blue weather. Oh, sun and skies and flowers of June, count all your boasts together. Love loveth best of all the year October's bright blue weather. As the verses flowed, Marigold felt a spark of hope. Taking a deep breath, she closed her eyes and then, with a sudden clarity, exclaimed, The attic! Could we have overlooked it? 
grandmother always mentioned that the attic holds forgotten tales and secrets. With renewed vigor, Marigold and Desmond made their way to the attic. The room, filled with memories of yesteryears, smelled of old wood and nostalgia. Amidst trunks of embroidered clothes, toys of their ancestors, and faded photographs, lay the cherished recipe book. Its pages, yellowed and frayed at the edges, held the key to the tea party feast. Their hearts lightened, the weight of their earlier worries replaced by the joy of discovery. The preparation for the tea party began in earnest. Mother Marigold whipped up delicacies that filled their burrow with inviting aromas. The centerpiece, of course, was the pie from the secret recipe, a spiced berry delight. As evening descended upon Poplar Woods, guests began to arrive. Mr. Hickory the Squirrel, the Rabbits, Henny Penny and Rupert, and even the reclusive Edwin the Mole and his parents all came, their faces bright with anticipation. The tea party surpassed any of its predecessors. The secret berry pie was a sensation, with layers of flavors unfolding in every bite. But it wasn't just the food that captivated the guests. The backdrop of enchanting poetry made the evening truly magical. As the gathering grew to a close and the guests made their way home, Marigold, with her family snuggled by her side, gazed at the starry sky, her heart brimming with gratitude and love. Our legacy, she whispered, isn't just in this book or the recipes. It's in these moments, these shared stories and memories. It's in our bonds, our traditions, and the timeless verses that connect our hearts through the ages. Please join me, Ophelia Al, next week in Poplar Woods for some new poetry and new adventures. Until then, I bid you farewell.